0: Welcome back everybody to the show, I'm your host Yusuf, a show about real people, real stories, welcome back to the movement, I want to introduce my beautiful guest, one of my fellow kings, Dawood Alaeddin Sayyid Sukkari, hey! I'm gonna put my full, my t- full name a on fuck there. 100%, what do you mean bro, David Diabetes aka Malak al-Gamal bro, it's always good to see mm-hmm. you man appreciate that. I you appreciate know, it's that. a pleasure finally having you on. We've been talking about this every day, Mr. Vloggings and all that other I stuff. I know,
1: every other day. I'm
0: like, you know what, bro? Let's finally get diabetes on the show. I appreciate let's it. Let's finally get to have you here. I appreciate Even it. Even though we're together every day, anyways. You know? Every night, 8 p.m. You know what I mean? We, you know what? We act like we're working. But, but we are, though. We are, are, though. Yeah, hey, hey, we are, bro. We're smoking four heads a night, smoking Shisha. We act like, you know, we're out here brainstorming and putting up ideas on the board. You know what, though, like, if you if you, up a little bit.
1: Besides, like, the shisha, is this fine? Yeah, yeah. So, besides, like, the shisha, the amount of, uh, you know, good conversation we have, like, we have a conversation in, like, depth. 100%. A lot of things we talk about are, like, amazing. So 100%. You know I what? Think it's, I think it's worth, like, the lung cancer, to be
0: honest. You know what? It's always worth the lung cancer, no Absolutely. matter what, bro. Even if you're just sitting there in silence, man, you got a little laptop on your lap, you know, good to go.
1: And at least that lung cancer is, like, Madagascar flavored, you know what I mean. Blue mint flavored, bro. all these cigarettes, you know. It's it's what, t- I, it's what I, taste.
0: I still can't believe you did me dirty the other day, bro. What did I do? When you kept trying to get me to sell you a box, and I'm like, "There's a shortage out here."
1: It was for my cousin, you
0: know. Tr- <laughs> you I t- cut this out for Trudeau's sake, just <laughs> in case if he tries to come and he tries to nab my uh, my stash. First of off, stomach. I don't know
1: about supply and demand and like the the food chain in in shisha but bro it's always wh- the same shit they all, just needed a little box you
0: know bro they all say the same shit it's always a new story man it's always a new story what do they say oh you know what the supplier there's the running issues and then now we're gonna have to charge you thirty six thousand dollars a box and you're like are you talking in japanese wands yeah exactly and pesos no no american dollars you know what i mean and you're like bro but like you have your own terms of inflation and hyperinflation yeah. you know what, what i mean but yeah, that's always good. Every single night we're brainstorming, we're putting a couple things together. Oh, so but we're
1: trying to take over the world,
0: right? There you like, go, man. So but obviously I want I want everybody to know about you today, right? So let's talk about David Diabetes, the legend himself, bro. Malakil Gaman.
1: Daoud, what's there to say? Where you are you know? from? I'm an I'm an Ottawa local. I grew nationality. up nationality. Oh, nationality wise, I'm I'm mixed, I'm a mixed origin. So.
0: You're hybrid. I'm Egyptian and I'm Moroccan Nice, who's the yeah. Egyptian, who's the Moroccan? Dad's Egyptian, mom's Moroccan It's gonna sound very redundant because I know you very well But you know, yeah, no, that's fair. we gotta show love to the viewers Absolutely. Okay, so dad's uh, Moroccan, mother's Egyptian, right? No,
1: no, you gotta reverse that
0: <laughs> <laughs> So dad's Keep Egyptian, mom's
1: Moroccan I um, I went to elementary school in Morocco But for the most part I spent more time in Egypt
0: I didn't even know that, bro
1: Yeah, I did, man
0: people. I thought, are, you, were, I thought you went to Bayshore Public School
1: uh, I did for a bit, but I actually went to school in Morocco did you? that's where i picked up yeah we picked up my cousins we went out there and they, then they came with us to Canada, to Ravi and them oh yeah yeah they, they were in morocco they, they weren't born here
0: well i actually never knew that yeah so um oh, yeah so
1: you went to morocco went to morocco went to elementary school there for a bit and i think that might have been one of the last times i was in morocco i haven't been there since how's the food the food's good
0: really, yeah,
1: really? Actually, yeah yeah tajin couscous it's good stuff
0: couscous where's the rice there's no rice, though. What? No, no rice. No rice. No rice. Forget about it, bro. O- honestly, you but know. Italians are offended right now. Half the Middle East is offended right now. Um, Where's the risotto? Where's that is?
1: You know, there's a lot of like rice dis- dishes in Morocco, but uh, couscous is it's a uh, it's like a national dish, bro.
0: You know but well, I've never actually had Moroccan food. You'd like it. You'd like. I'll it. try it, all, bro. Listen, you guys have great food. I'll like, try Lebanon it,
1: is uh, elite with like
0: the. Dishes. No, no, bro. I think uh, I think the Italians are doing it.
1: I think Lebanese, I I, I prefer Mediterranean, like Middle Eastern food.
0: You know what, my mom is a gangster cook. My mom's four foot two. Mashallah. She's like 60 pounds soaking wet packs a serious punch, bro. But her chef skills, unbelievable.
1: mom was amazing. That barbecue unbelievable. a couple ago, she was unbelievable. cutting it up the way she marinated. MashaAllah. Uh, you bro, know bro.
0: what? I'm not even gassing her up because she's my mother. Yep. Wala, we're very honest people in my yep. house. Like, we give credit where credit's due. And a spade is a spade and an ace is an ace. Bro, your mom deserves I all the credit. I swear to God. You know how many times I've tried other people's foods? Yeah. And I'll be like, nobody touches my mother. I am i don't know what it is, bro. We call her general waffles for a reason. You know what? It's, it's just consistency and... Every
1: every mom's a a chef, bro.
0: Okay, we'll go back to you. Sorry, bro. I'm going on a tangent here. Okay, so Morocco, you came back. You know, you had some food there. You came back. You're full. I was full. So so now where did you grow up in the city of Ottawa?
1: I grew up in the West End in Bayshore.
0: And how was Bayshore back in the days?
1: You know, Bayshore was... um, uh, It was interesting. It's very different from how it is now, but um, it was, uh, um, you know, full of a lot of uh, unique characters.
0: How you know what contrast today from today and back then? Honestly, what would you say? How different is Bayshore from growing up there into today's different times?
1: I think I think the big shift happened when there was a, a shift in management. So um Fergusley Limited runs Bayshore now, and they're a subdivision of Minto. Okay. Whereas before it was just Minto, um, and there's a lot of like um, uh, OCH housing, Auto Community Housing, or OCH. So like you have so many neighborhoods surrounding Bayshore, Richie, Ramsey, Penny. Mm -hmm. Um, So people always include Bayshore in that, you know, ring of other neighborhoods, but it's not an OCH neighborhood. It's actually like, it's just low rent, but it's not a community like rental.
0: I always found oh, it was obviously. a cult. Eh? As soon as yo, you guys you see each other, whatever, yo, yo, you're from Bayshore. Hey, you're from Bayshore. Hey, well, my brother, how are you? Nice to see you, man. Bayshore for life. Which is which is crazy because
1: Ottawa is so small. Should be like, oh, you're from Ottawa. Hey, no, like, I okay, swear to Bayshore
0: a cult. It's a whole different. <laughs> oh, you're from Richie Remzi. Oh, you're Double R. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Hey! <laughs> You'll <laughs> get to see you, man. It's a, it's a no, pleasure. No, it's, love, it's love with everybody. Oh, yeah, really. you remember back in the days in the park, we've all been in the same parks, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyways, so what do you think? How was it when you guys grew up? Was it really rough?
1: It was like um a lot of drug dealing, you know. Um but for the most part, I feel I feel like a lot of people played a lot of sports in, in uh in Bayshore.
0: How do you think so. they cleaned up the crime in Bayshore though?
1: Cleaned up cleaned up the crime? Well, obviously uh, you not gonna house, clean up crime everywhere, rated, you know. House readings. you read a lot of houses. Did they? Um yeah. And then I think there was a shift in, um, it was a shift in management. I think these guys were looking at the long term, and they're like, okay, we need to kick out like certain groups and minorities so that we can make a shift. Because Bayshore is located in such an uh, incredible area, right?
0: That's the best location in the city.
1: Malls right there, Cineplex is right there. You got Carlingwood, you got the you know Westbound oh, Highway, way. Westbound, Eastbound, Southbound. Everything's right there for you. So I think they just realized, okay, we got to shift things up, and you got the bus station in Bayshore. It's true. So um you started just- Even the country club, right? And we even have the rec center. So there's a rec center that has basketball, swimming. Uh, Why'd you guys call
0: it in, the country club real talk?
1: It was called the country club.
0: Oh really? Yeah, they so changed the some name.
1: prestige in a, in a hood? It was literally called, like they had a big sign on it that said country club. And then they changed it. Oh, that. legit? Yeah,
0: yeah. I won't lie, I don't remember any other stuff. Wait, different
1: though. signage, different, man, it's a, it's a whole different. So what's different it called area. now? Um, Bayshore Be- rec uh, center? The core Center.
0: Oh, my God. It now Bayshore, came in and yeah, so now right? Bayshore
1: is called Akura Village. They rebranded, bro. There were shootings that would happen in Bayshore. There was a shooting at that rec center that never made the news.
0: So you know what? Then how do you feel about that rebranding? Because I remember there was a lot of mixed feelings at the time. Being Everyone's like, oh, what do you mean it was called Bayshore? But realistically, I don't know why anybody glorifies the HUD nowadays.
1: You know, on that exact Realistically,
0: what are you gaining out of the HUD that?
1: I, I completely agree with you. So I think that's where um, there's that shift in opinion. Like for me, when I when I, I saw there's a name change, I was I was offended, I was upset. Of course you are. <laughs> Bayshore, like this is our our block, this is that, XYZ. But honestly, there's no pride in that. Like Bayshore was a, a bad neighborhood. Nothing's changed in, in the sense of like people, like same people live there. It's just they rebranded so that they could, you know, build their business and uh, you know, kind of grow the community.
0: Which is good. And no, honestly, people should they should have done that.
1: Because people would hear Bayshore and be like, Oh no, I don't want to go near there. Yeah, Besides the mall, like, oh, I don't want to, you know, be there at late at night. I don't want to walk there. It's actually a safe neighborhood. Nobody, I feel like every neighborhood in Ottawa is safe. Like, if you mind your business and you're you're not involved in whatever it is there is to be involved in, no one's going to bother you.
0: No, you know, honestly, I've, especially since I grew up in Ottawa, too. Originally, when I grew up, I came out of Shillington. Yeah. So that was always a thing. You don't bother nobody. They don't bother you. People i think that's business. just a common thing i don't know about the states to be honest this with you. isn't
1: new york this isn't like i don't know anything
0: about american yeah, yeah you know uh, hood life or anything there's not, like that, there's not but,
1: a lot of like um you know uh random robberies typically like crime in ottawa you know the person knows the other person
0: it's very targeted
1: it's very targeted
0: so which uh, makes sense so yeah good you know what it's a very good thing because when they said they were rebranding our core village i'm like you know what and i remember when i was talking to richie rich i had him on the podcast i think it was the first episode so? They already had that building. Do you remember the condo they put right beside that? Uh, the um, no, it was the condo bu- it was the condo building. It was the newer one. Did they, I don't remember if they were building it or wait, wait, do you refinished the one Bay right be- Yeah, yeah. This is the one right beside the, the country club.
1: So that one was always there. What happened was that was their first renovation project. Beautiful. So they took that and they just made the the interior is just modern completely. I think they took like a, a French sort of concept, open concept, made everything nice. And then once he saw the gain in that property, he said, okay, we're going to do this to every...
0: Bro, I'm telling you, Bayshore is a very nice location. Absolutely. Absolutely. If like there was properties you can actually just purchase and it looked like more of a suburban area, like Crystal yeah. Beach, 100%. 100%.
1: And yeah, on that same note, like you have Andrew
0: Hayden Park, Britannia Beach right beside you. I love Andrew Hayden. Britannia Beach sucks, bro. I grew up there Drive. my whole life. I only like the rocks in the back. We used to go sit there. We used you to know, they the almost school. got rid of that park.
1: Did you? No. Well, they almost got rid of it because well, obviously uh, not you, but yeah. The um, they want to build a bridge across the Elmer. And, that's uh,
0: right. They there's did. A, there's that
1: big project and there's a huge petition against it. Like everyone was going crazy so that, that it wouldn't happen.
0: Bro, Bayshore, it's not sorry, not Bayshore, Britannia Beach. That's murky. They waters. should build a bridge there.
1: Absolutely murky there's, waters, bro. You know, it's always shut down. Too much like algae or whatever. Yeah, like, it's literally,
0: disgusting pollution. So yeah. Bayshore public school. Yeah, I went
1: to Bayshore Public School for a little bit. Um so tell us your story. How
0: did so growing up, how many kids, how many kids in the family?
1: We're a family of three. I've got an older brother and younger sister. Okay. Um we all went to Bayshore. Actually, my little sister didn't. She you guys didn't.
0: are the alumni, bro. Didn't you guys live in like six different houses in Bayshore? Too? Oh
1: man, we we jumped everywhere.
0: <laughs> Everybody that lives in Bayshore's from Bayshore has to watch this episode. Yo, we, Show some love to David Diabetes. We went from like 105 to
1: 108 to like 55. We were on Woodridge, Bayshore Drive. We were Jeez. everywhere. Moved like six times, six or seven times in that neighborhood. That's actually wild, bro. It's actually wild.
0: That, but, that's uh, love for the place.
1: We, ate, we, You know what? My parents even bought a place in Barhaven and we hated it as kids so much that we moved back to Bayshore.
0: How come that's such a common story? I feel like I've heard that many, many times. There's
1: not a lot of places that have that sense of community, bro. It's, it's, it lacked in so many places and Bayshore had it amazing. That's fine. Awesome. There's probably other neighborhoods that had it similar, but man. Because of, we talked about the ecosystem that Bayshore has around it. Mm-hmm. Because of that ecosystem, everything was there. So as a kid, you finish school, right? Come back from school, you eat, you go right to the rec center. We're playing basketball till like the late night when we're done. We're all walking home together. Like you can't beat that. The Boys and Girls Club.
0: I was going to say, that were the Bayshore boys really involved? I know Richie Ramsey were. Oh yeah. With the Boys and Girls Club.
1: There, there was a Boys and Girls Club in uh, Bayshore. No, this is the one is, right
0: beside the Barney's and Ramsey on the morning. No, that's
1: so that's the Ramsey Boys and Girls Club. There was one in Bayshore too. It was called the Basement, but it was upstairs.
0: That's hilarious, bro.
1: Um, um, big shout out to Boys and Girls Club. We have a partnership with them. So
0: Do you? That's great. Yeah, with For the SAF. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. Um, you got kicked out of the Country Club. So at least say something. You just brought up SAF. At I'll least, bring that bro. up, but
1: like I just want to talk about the ecosystem mm-hmm. first. So like Bayshore, we had the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, when Fergusley took over, they decided to kick out the Boys and Girls Club. They started their own little program, which it's impossible to replicate the Boys and Girls Club. So that was a huge loss for the community. But they gave us so much. They would take us to Toronto all the time. They would take us to 67 games, sends games. I still don't remember
0: that, actually.
1: Yeah, bro. It was incredible. They take us to Mont Cascade, you know what I mean, Calypso. And, like, you're taking a bunch of youth that have nothing or can't afford to ever do that, and yeah. you bring them to all these places. So growing up in, like, you know, a neighborhood that didn't, uh, offer much in terms of like the, the crowd uh, we got a lot because of Boys and Girls Club I was even a part of a couple different youth councils the Bayshore Youth Council we'd, you? yeah nice we uh, went to the city a couple times we would give them uh, we would do proposals on the lights around Bayshore no. actually I could talk about that That's so some think. of the lights around Bayshore um, I was involved with, with putting them up because a lot of parts of Bayshore were dark really dark walking through it you'd see nothing and um that was part of, the, like, you know, that would add to the crime, right? You just, I guess it's, yeah, everybody, it's,
0: it's the concealed by the darkness tonight. Exactly. Right.
1: So we did a proposal and we talked to the city and we asked them to put up new lights in uh, particular areas in the neighborhood. and
0: we That's did it. interesting, man. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Hey, you're an active member, you're a philanthropist, active, an active member. We would of wipe community. down graffiti, we take that stuff off. <laughs> good, bro. It was you know, good. That's good. That's the kind of life, that's, see, that's the thing we should be promoting nowadays. Absolutely. Especially for coming from where you came from. Well, you know, even like as an example, even when I was in the hood, bro, all, the only thing that was ever promoted was the life of crime. And that was a cool thing to do and all that. So and since you're, you're obviously always dabbling in the other end. Yeah. That's incredible, man.
1: So on that same note, just to, you know, branch things together.
0: Hold on. Let's fast forward a little bit at least. Let's get through the the schooling thing after too, just so we can figure out the state situation. So but.
1: Boys and Girls Club did a lot for us. And me and my brother uh, opened a gym called SAF Performance in Little Italy. And we have a partnership with the Boys and Girls Club. We offer services. We offer services to them uh, for free. You know what oh, you know? really? Yeah. So we take care of them, and we train the kids for free. We work them out. We do, you know, fitness literacy all
0: for no charge. Am I just getting to know you now on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any of this stuff. We
1: we sponsored them basically, and so we we even uh, we 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 bought them shirts and stuff. You know, with our with our logo on it and things, and we we take care of those kids. That's so amazing, We train them though. every week, and they come through. I love it. And anyone involved with the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, Kion being, like, the main, um, he's he's the main person in the Boys and Girls Club, our main contact. Um, anyone that, you know, works with them, they, they come along, and we... That's amazing.
0: Yeah, we do that. But you guys are also... Uh, anyways, you know what? Let's link that up anyway. Let's, let's continue on the story a little bit. Yeah. Let's go to the States, because the States takes you somewhere after that. So you're here, Bayshore, all that other stuff. I ended then- up getting
1: a basketball scholarship, and I went to high school in New Jersey. So I was at Union City High School in... Uh, in Union, in Union City. How
0: wow. much of a culture shock was that going to an American school compared to here? Bro,
1: like if I could, there's no comparison. Like if I take, let's say Bell High School and Union City High School, it's it's high school musical, bro. You got a school that's two blocks, like two New York blocks, like long, a football stadium on the roof.
0: That's insane. That's You're so eating, wild. They're giving you breakfast. Like
1: they're giving you lunch. You know, you, you go to train, you go with the team. They have like protein ready for you in the locker room.
0: That's like they're, they're taking care of you. That's insane. Prep rallies, like oh man. So when you used to see, when you used to see the movies, like that was actually legit. Yeah, especially in Texas. If you go to schools
1: in Texas, they have their own football stadiums, like That's legitimate, insane. like ginormous football stadiums. That's they, actually
0: insane. They put money into that stuff. Good with all the That's tax insane. dollars we're putting in nowadays, bro. Oh man, where's oh, our man. football stadiums? It's on funny the that you say
1: that because like, a lot of these schools aren't even private; they're public schools. That's insane, and they're just huge. The in, the entertainment industry is, is such a huge, it's a billion dollar industry, right? Uh, we don't put enough into it. That's I wish incredible. we did, but we yeah, don't. I
0: know, well, honestly, they should have invested more. So um, from there, okay, you got a full scholarship you did while well, you graduated.
1: Yeah, so then I went to, I did a year of college in Florida. I was in Orlando. And then
0: after that, I moved there's, to- I, There's too much I don't even know about this guy. Anyways, yeah. I, t- okay. I told I you about no, Florida. You never said nothing, bro. Okay. Never said nothing. You ain't coming over. Anymore, uh, come on now. <laughs> we, we talk about
1: so much. I think this just went, went past you, you know? But I was in Florida. I was in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I moved to Nova Scotia. I went to Cape Breton University. I played basketball I over there. Uh, I did a bachelor's of science. And then from there, I left to play pro basketball in Egypt. So I was in Egypt, Alexandria, playing for a team called Ittahad. I was there for about a,
0: a year and a bit. How was that though?
1: I loved it. It was yeah? Incredible.
0: Yeah. I don't know much about the Middle East. Oh man, Alexandria was Africans, beautiful. But
1: exactly. Yeah, I, I was on the coast, so it was beautiful. Uh, they gave me a two-bedroom apartment. What well, uh, was on the coast? Every day. Alexandria.
0: Bro, Egypt is like this. Yeah. It's, everybody's populated on the coast. Uh, of course, on the
1: coast. That's not true, bro. the
0: Cairo, Scandaria. everybody's. It's not the coast, bro. Everybody's right a, here on the coastline, huh? Look.
1: Cairo is more towards the center of the country, mm. but it's, uh, it's where the Nile is. So you're right, it's beside a body of water, but it's, it's in the Nile. All right, I've uh, seen them out. Okay, all right. Anyways. So Alexandria was nice. Um, hooping there was a good time. You know, I made some new friends.
0: I Was the whole ball team Egyptian?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Even um, I, I played for my national team in 2015 or 2014. And so a lot of my friends from my, when I played for the national team were still playing pro when I came. So really? it, was, it was really nice. I had There's like one guy on my team that I used to play with. A couple of guys from different netties or, or clubs yeah. that I already knew. So,
0: Why'd you quit ball, by the way? Uh, bro, I sucked in basketball. I was a bench warmer, bro. You know what? Man, it, it, was a, it was a
1: tough choice, bro. It was a very tough choice, but I, I decided I wanted to settle down more and I was thinking more uh, towards the future in the sense of, you know, when I want to get married and, and all of that, am I going to tell my wife from Canada, just pull up you know, screw whatever bachelors you did. You're just going to move country to country with me because there's a lot of moving in basketball, you know, and uh, it just felt like there was going to be a lack of consistency. So I thought I'd just come back and settle down in that sense. And that's why I worked government for a little while. And that's when I started getting things going from there. So it it was a tough choice, but the main reason I decided to leave basketball was I didn't consider myself to be a one dimensional person where all I did was basketball. I felt like I had more to offer and um, I had an ability to leave a decent footprint behind and I want to expand on that. So So when
0: you finished ball mm -hmm. and you came back, that's when you automatically, you just went to the government straight?
1: Yeah, like I had some contacts and kind of worked that out and got into the government uh, within like a year. I think the cool
0: part about the government is you can actually go from department to department. Yeah, you can. Like if you don't don't like 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 what you're doing, at least the biggest thing is you have an in.
1: Exactly exactly
0: and then now you're you're doing what do you say what did you say you were doing before your commerce e-commerce what were you doing you no know, commerce
1: so i'm finishing uh, a second bachelor's i'm doing a bachelor's of commerce uh, in accounting and uh, okay. that's what i do want like uh as a main thing on like uh or not a main thing but something i do is i do accounting for the government um but my main thing is real estate i'm a real estate agent
0: so, let's talk about that you know yeah so what team. made you get it so that's a crazy transition when you come from Bayshore come from the hood move to morocco you you lied to me about you never went to Florida. <laughs> Bullshit. Eh? You know they say gangsters don't die; they get chubby the then come on now, come on. You know I mean, I did the chubby part, but I'm still here. Come I on, to Miami yet? But anyway, so you did all that. You went to the states. You played ball. It's everything was so sports oriented for you. How did you end up just saying, you know what? Let me get down to academics, and yeah. then what pushed you into real estate as well? I know you have a very warm personality. You have that trait where people just they they lower their walls and they get comfortable with you. But how? What was? Why was it real estate for you? What I, pushed you there? I appreciate that. So, um, I think a lot of great things I got
1: from sports was being able to be disciplined and uh, being able to be consistent and to just you know keep pushing forward, keep moving forward. Because in sports, you got to do that. You can't just sit down. It's not a sales you pitch,
0: gotta, guys. You gotta
1: you gotta, <laughs> you gotta push yourself. It's really how it is, especially if you want to be a pro. There's high school, there's collegiate, and there's a pro. And if you're a pro, you got to treat yourself like a pro. You know, and I tell this to kids now, or, or college kids that we train, like, you want to be a pro so bad, but are you a pro? Do you treat yourself like a pro?
0: Yeah. Do you have a pro
1: schedule? You know what I mean? Do you wake up at this time and get things done? How do you, How are you supposed to be a pro? Like, what do you do that's going to make you, you know, excel above so other funny. athletes? Because only, like, 1% really go pro, you know? Yeah. No. So it's it's a very small number, and the margins are tight. So... How how are you going to do it?
0: You have to compete, and how you going to compete if you're not 100. I was saying this before on another episode. I was talking about how a lot of these athletes they're battle ready at all times.
1: You have to you have to be proactive yeah, mentally, physically. They're consistent. So that every day. So that you know, meshed in and mixed in with you know uh, certain personality traits that I have, it made sense for me. And I've always been told that I should get into sales, so I decided to get into real estate um because uh you know I feel like I could do well in it, and also. Um, I understand it. You know, real estate's a, a great uh, industry to be in because we're always going to need homes. Yeah, that's fine. And uh, there's only a limited quantity while numbers rise, right? The population keeps uh, getting bigger.
0: What do you think about the Canadian market compared to the States?
1: It's a smaller market, right? We're, we're a lower population. We definitely have more landmass, but uh, not, not
0: all of same. Talking about recession-wise, right? Because you said everybody always needs homes.
1: Everybody
0: keeps talking about looming recessions, looming recessions. I don't really care for much looming. Recessions. I think I oh.
1: think it always cycles. You know what I mean? Uh, I think recession cycle like we we hit lo- real lows, but then the government comes back and takes you time know
0: what? Out. Honestly, this is the way I look at recessions. Yeah, is it's everything is always about the narrative. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, if there's a recession right now, okay, fine. You know, there's obviously scary things that can possibly happen. But how can you turn it into a gain for you? You got to be adaptive. Right? And exactly. You always, in, in any environment, even which, in business, this is literally what we do every single day. Which comes
1: with planning, right? And like, those are, those are. it's so funny that you say that. Like, these things, um, they resonate with every industry. So like a, a real estate agent. Like, if you want someone to be a real estate agent, you want them to be proactive for you and you want them to be prepared. Right? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like a realtor is is a marketer and that's their 24-7 job but they're also proactive marketing and they got to be prepared because they're a professional negotiator yeah. and going into any negotiation, you can get you know person A that just goes into, goes into the negotiation with like face value information or you get person B that does every single search and every, you know, looks for every single piece of information on every party involved so that they can leverage that information during the neg- negotiation. Right? So there's two types of people and I feel like coming from sports, and being uh, someone that's hungry, growing up in a uh, not so great neighborhood. Not so great, not so great neighborhood?
0: neighborhood. Just be honest about it. Yeah, and- um, it Used to be.
1: Lo- you know, loving, interacting with people. Like those qualities kind of make sense for me to go into like negotiations and go into sales. So that's why I push into real estate. With the commerce that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, Accounting is interesting to me because I'd rather do my own books. So I feel like um, that's gonna help me in real estate. Being able to do my own numbers and my own books
0: you have to, to always understand your numbers exactly so, that was one of the biggest things i've ever learned it was the fact that if you actually if you don't know your numbers you don't know your business
1: exactly you know what i mean uh accountants are the engineers of the business world you need to know your numbers and so uh, i i felt like it was necessary information for me and the main gain from that is to just contribute to what i'm doing
0: i feel like really say it's a big showman business as well though yeah, for sure. You
1: know, yeah, I mean, basically, there's, there's,
0: who you're marketing? At, you're not mar- so obviously you're part of the EXP brokerage. I know that mm-hmm. you just made the transition. Yeah, which is genius. Oh yeah. Any realtor sure. in Ottawa, I still don't understand why are they part of those old brick and any wars. any any, any real estate in the, it's the world, not even my industry. I just I'm looking at the model. It it, and, it only makes sense. You know, what's very annoying is whenever yeah. I hear, oh yeah, but it's a pyramid scheme. Everything, but, but it's not. You no, know, no, no. You know what? No. Everything is a pyramid scheme. Look at me as an example, right? Yeah. I'm the CEO of my companies. Yeah. I'm at the top. Yeah. It's uh, just natural. Everybody's going to be below me, right? For sure. In this so, case, like with at least EXP,
1: them have not them having like no brick and mortar stores and having everything being virtual, having our own metaverse. Like,
0: I don't think I care much about the metaverse. I just feel like more of the
1: as in like that's our brick and mortar. So it's like when I want to go look at things, if I want to, uh, you know, go to a seminar or get information, I open up our metaverse and I go inside and I go to that seminar.
0: I like being outside. To be honest, I don't like working from home. You know, if I had a nice office That's, a, that's the job of a
1: realtor, bro. You're outside. If, I, you, if yeah, you want it, you're out there getting it. You know
0: I, I know, mean? 100%. But I'm just saying, like, as an example, like, if I had a nice office, you know, like, eh, why not? You know, I got this nice corner How office. I you go get
1: your own office? The Customers better. aren't showing
0: up. I don't care about that. But bro.
1: even if they do, like, let's say, like, it only saves you money in terms of the business sense, being with that brokerage, because they're not paying a brick and mortar. So your fees don't go to a brick and mortar. They come back to you. And that's why they can do the model things, like, where if you bring someone else on the company, like you can gain a benefit from that and, and so on and so forth because money's not going to a brick and mortar. Like the the way I, they did yeah. things is incredible. And I was with a company called Solid Rock and they're trying to implement what EXP is doing.
0: Everybody should, sure, know, I think EXP has already paved the way in terms of what everybody wants. You yeah. know what, listen, one thing I found very enticing wasn't the fact that, oh, you know what, you can recruit people and then you can obviously get a rev share and it doesn't affect them, which is obviously cool because and at the end of the day, everybody talks about how they want to be rewarded. So if you have a friend that's in real estate and you want to grow your business with them? Why don't you just join me? I'll help you, and at the same time, I'm getting paid as well. So it's exactly. not like I'm literally taking time out of my day. It's at least there's some there's mutual benefit yeah, the, somewhere. The for me, what I done. find is incredible is actually the stock options and all that other stuff. Oh, yeah. it's, all, it's, it's right there for you. You, you know? get the stock, you can sell
1: it immediately. It's right there.
0: I gotta throw two realtors on from different brokers, and just that, hey, you know you guys. You know do what? Do a,
1: as simple, it's as simple as this. Like you know, you've the heard a live
0: of, debate. You've heard a Remax. Yeah, I
1: heard. Of, of course, Remax. who hasn't heard of Remax? Yeah. What's their market cap? Their market cap is, I think, three hundred million.
0: Well, oh, this is all your information. I don't okay, know. Okay, these, these are the stats.
1: You on. can just Google these. Anybody watching can Google this. Market cap for Remax, which is huge, everyone's heard of Remax, is three hundred million. Exp's market cap is over two billion. So that just no, that okay. just says that just Hold on, hold
0: on. Let's, If we're gonna go that route, let's be honest. Nobody's calling you because you're on EXP. No, of course not. They're no calling you no because you're your own business. Your Remax core. You're your own or business. Whatever American brokerages are out there. This is this is just
1: for the benefit of a realtor. Like you, like the most in-demand lawyers are the ones from the highest, most expensive firms. The firms making the most money. Okay. So Deloitte,
0: McKenzie, Mackenzie, exactly. Whatever. So like
1: EXP is a, is huge in that sense. And why? Because they're successful. And, and they really do a lot for their realtors. Like everything's ready for you to go.
0: Can you guys also? Uh, since I, you guys are in many different countries, mm. can you? Let's say for right now, you wanted to go to Dubai. Yeah, like the the license should be transferred. And all the other countries as well as no, you have to actually I, get recertified into. The, I can't.
1: I can't speak on what I don't know. So, like, I, not I Yeah, I don't know about that, but I would think that there might be uh, some ability to transfer
0: over. So that would be a very big perk. That's I want to go to Dubai. That's a fact. That's huge, bro. Who doesn't want to go to Dubai? Uh, this winter wonderland. Whoever came up with that theory for me is it's just wild. tough,
1: man. Canada's not what it used to be. Six, you know, seven
0: so. months of You know what? I'm so petty about the winter. Yeah. I literally did the math one time. I don't even remember the numbers anymore. I'm not a numbers guy. Mm. But I remember I did the math one time, and I'm like, I'm spending over like almost two thirds of my life in the snow. Yeah. I hate the snow. Wasn't it hailing last week? Bro, we're not talking about <laughs> that. We're not talking about that. I hate it so much. I yeah. remember I looked outside, and I'm like, I swear to God, right now, I got... I have those Avian Traveler points? Yeah. I'm like, I swear to God, I'll cut a ticket right now. Know, man. It's, right it's, now, I'm leaving. I'll pack my bags. I'm so done with this place, bro. We're made for the warmth, right? Like it's, uh, it's minus forty thousand degrees here, and it's uh, bro. We're here in the valley.
1: Imagine the guys in Saskatchewan, bro. Like in the plains, that are getting yeah, minus bro. forty. Those winds are, yeah, bro. It's it's tough. It's tough.
0: Dubai is very enticing. Yeah, UAE in <clears> general <throat>
1: is very enticing. Uh, there's a lot of. It's a big market. It's a growing market. So. You know, anything in the
0: Middle East is great. You know, at the same time, I always said if I was to finish off anywhere, mm-hmm. I'd wanna, I'd wanna move back home to Lebanon. Honestly, I love, I love, I love the fact that you still have four seasons, but the winters are nothing like here. Zero. Absolutely. You get the four seasons. Even in the summertime, you can go swimming in the beach. You can go skiing in the hills, and it's a beautiful country.
1: I feel like it, it always goes back to this, bro. A lot of the reasons why our families even migrated to Canada was for what? It was for opportunity. And more so than ever, those opportunities are just becoming less and less. Or you're not getting much because you're paying half that opportunity in, in tax.
0: I so, feel like, yeah.
1: Like now, uh, us being older, us being businessmen and understanding all these things, um, we want to be closer to home in, in the sense of culture and religion. And what better than like you know it's uh, definitely you know what it
0: definitely it dawns on you the more you age that's for sure because I definitely didn't have these thoughts when I was growing up I just wanted to have fun yeah I always wanted to build a conglomerate or something massive yeah so that was always part of the plans I feel like Canada lacks a lot of things
1: and also I (coughs) sorry go ahead our countries are just growing in that sense because the Middle East there's so many emerging markets you know doing way better than a lot of countries in the West so there's also that piece before like 20-30 years ago None of these places really existed, and also the markets were so much lower. So everyone wanted to migrate to the West. I want to make more money. I want to live a better life. Well, now the Middle East is catching up in that sense. So it's, it's okay. like if I want to live a better life, I can do that in the Middle East while still being openly Muslim and you know practicing and eating halal food and stuff like
0: that. You want to so. talk? You know? You want to talk about Islam for a second here? Let me tell you something. I remember my whole. I have many dreams in life. Many many dreams in life. I have the best parents in the world. I love my dad. My dad is the king, the freshest man in the world. You ever see this Fresh. guy? Freshest oh, man. man i bro. never seen a hair out of place on this guy. This my, guy was my getting... My brother Mo needs to learn a lesson from this guy. Bro, boy.
1: he was getting a haircut in front of the house like two days ago. <laughs> Just getting a haircut right in front of the yard. Old man, this guy was like seventy, bro, yeah, cutting like, your dad's hair, and your dad just there chilling, looking.
0: No, no, my dad's seventy. Bukhara is like no. seventy-seven. Bro. Okay, well, yeah,
1: Bukhara, you know, but he's just cutting it up. They look like little mobsters, bro, oh, just 100%. doing their thing.
0: Your dad's I So gonna tell you something. I remember my one of my biggest dreams is I remember I used to see my dad working. And you know, you know what bothers me a lot? Actually, a lot of people, and they say, oh, they resent their fathers because they worked so much. Mm. If they were loving, it's one thing. If they weren't loving at all, it's another thing. I remember I never used to see my dad until Saturdays. Yeah. Saturdays was Baba Day, bro. Yeah. My dad used to work from six in the morning till two in the morning every single day. And we want to talk about mental responsibility. He used to take care of his entire bro, there were like 14 kids, 13 kids. I don't remember how yeah. many kids. Plus mom and dad from back home. He came here to give us all a better life or whatever. Uh, we were born here, like the kids. Yeah. But he wanted to give his family back home a better life. Realistically, anybody that's in Lebanon, if they have outside support, bro, they're they're well. Yeah. Or they're okay. Yeah. Now it's a different story. If they have no outside support, they're completely toast. Yeah, that's not easy. But anyways, my dad working, supporting for them and all that, supporting for us as well. And then I remember, uh, my dream was always to get my dad, like, to pay off his mortgage. Mm. Right. So I remember, I saw, I, growing up, my nickname was Frankie for certain reasons. And then after that, you know, I said, you know what, let's go and I said, what's the English translation of my name, Yusuf? joseph will go by joey yeah and i used to watch a lot of uncle joey joey diaz you know it's all uh, that i found them very funny yeah. so anyways i went by joey right so everybody i was introducing myself to is joey 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 and i found it was a lot easier than saying yusuf and everybody always wants an explanation to your name bro if, it's funny you know, if you don't know, canadian you know it's funny to everybody yeah. out here nobody's actually nobody's actually foreign to this nation everybody's an immigrant except the natives. Exactly. Right? So anyways, I remember I went and seen this customer. It was the biggest roof I signed years and years ago. And I remember I went and signed this. The biggest customer was like a $100,000 roof. Huge metal. It was a beautiful job. And I remember I was the most excited guy in the world. I remember I'm like, yes, I'm finally going to pay off my dad's mortgage. I'm yeah. super pumped. I'm like, I can't wait. You know, it's going to be one of those moments. You hand the check. and oh, He starts crying. You're yeah. like, I'm crying too, boo. So I remember we go to, I'm picking up the deposit. The, so the job is signed. Yeah. It's a 25K check. It's a 25% down. I'm going to pick it up. I had a friend of mine working for me at the time being. I've known him since I was a kid, so he knew my entire family and our names. Yeah. Anyways, I'm talking to the client. I'm there to pick up the check, and then he starts going like, Yusuf, I have to show you something. So I said, no problem. Give me one second. I go. I take a quick peek. I come back. I'm telling you as if a wall of tension just got built out of nowhere. So I'm trying to... uh, Instantaneous, I knew there was an issue, but I'm like, I wonder what just happened in 30 seconds. Yeah, anyways, we start chatting. Two minutes go in, we start chatting. She's like, By the way, where are you from? And I'm like, Oh my god, here we go, here we go with this question. You know, and we already know where this question is going to lead to. Yeah, I said, I'm Canadian, where are you from? Well, where's your parents from? Mm. I love that question, eh? Yeah, where are your parents from? What does it matter, bro? Yeah, anyways, they're Lebanese, what's that? Google it. Anyways, oh, where are you from? It's the Middle East. Oh, so you're Arab. I said, Yeah. I'm very proud to be, you know. Yeah. And it's funny how we're viewed as such barbaric people. I know, man. When literally yeah. a lot of society do you how you know, how about I tell you, how about uh years you know how right now, if you go to a graduation ceremony, yeah, and they have the tassel caps mm-hmm. and the gowns? Yeah, that's actually an old Arab tradition. That gown was the thob and the tassel cap. Yeah, they used to put a Quran and that thing that would dangle was actually the bookmark you know what i mean so they look at it like anyways so she's like oh so you're arab yeah she's like okay so are you christian or are you an islamist i'm like an islamist Islamist. what am i isis man are you kidding me bro what's an islamist i'm like yeah i'm muslim and i'm proud to be 30 seconds later yeah we're gonna have to evaluate other contractors to see if you're the right fit yeah of course yeah okay buddy i already know where you're going with this one well what's the right fit yeah. so anyways that was a little my little two cent rent. it's uh, I hate that question gets annoying but
1: it's how it I, goes sometimes bro i get i, I get the random um oh dude oh like david oh you mean david
0: no it's Daoud, bro. yeah no, i don't i don't <laughs> mean david i mean Daoud. It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's it's insulting a little bit but like that's my name man just call me by or my like name.
1: you can't say it like oh Daoud. Uh, like, duh, 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 dude like do i da oh that's the
0: funnest part bro
1: listen it's two that's syllables a, if you right. could say like kaworski or all these other like European names, you could say Daoud, Daoud. That's a fact. So it's ridiculous. It's that's um, a fact.
0: You know, I think, and on top of that, to bring it back to your, the other topic we we're talking about before, I think sales is one of the most crucial things. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should learn sales. Yeah, sales it helps you navigate into your day to day life, even friendship, relationship, anything, You're, partnership.
1: It's human to human relationship. Yeah, probably, it's, right? that's but,
0: all it is, right? The thing, the thing about sales, it's all about psychology. I'm terrible in numbers. Mm. But sales in life is all about psychology, right? Understanding the other table. When we're talking, there's actually four personality traits. Yeah. There's the analytical, the driver, the amiable, the emotional, or the expressive, sorry. And then once you start to understand these things, that's what I realized at a young age, when you really start under, understanding that, right? The different types of personalities and being able to factor which and what. It takes a lot of social intelligence. Yeah, it does. It It, it really does. But you know, it's so fun, man. I don't know about you, but I have so much fun doing it. I love it. meeting walks of life. You meet some interesting people. Oh, man. I used to be a door-to-door sales guy, bro. I remember one time I literally went and I was knocking on these doors and we're selling selling HVAC and energy. And I swear to God, I remember I entered this lady's house and we're trying to sell her, uh, gas and energy and hydro or whatever yeah. years ago years ago yeah right i wasn't part of the sleaze bags to anybody listening i wasn't part of those sleaze bags I actually quit because of them yeah that was a uh, that was a crazy time of but i remember i went downstairs one time and i remember i saw this whole shrine bro with like yeah. a. I don't remember what neighborhood. I want to say it was more of like the East End, like Jasmine Crescent area or whatever.
1: Bro, it gives you perspective. Like it, t- it tells you. Bro, this lady how was voodoo, bro. bro. I've a, never weirdos. been so scared
0: in my life. I've yeah. seen a sheep skull. Yeah. There was the whole. I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, there's just
1: there, there are so many different walks of life and it's shocking sometimes. Oh, man. what Like, what is it? Yo, there's um, there's, um, there's this uh, event center attached to the gym,
0: right? What gym?
1: Uh, SAF. Okay, yeah, Italy,
0: yeah. Okay? By the way, who owns SCF? Yeah. It it Just Ibrahim?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ibrahim's like the main. I'm 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 involved too on. Like I'm like I own it too,
0: but I, I don't know. You're about doing real estate and other stuff. Yeah, like kind of this, is, this is Ibrahim's silent, yeah. silent partner. Silent partner Silent Partner. Yeah. If Abe's listening, silent partner. Silent partner. There you go. <laughs> 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 but um
1: I remember seeing this huge line going stretching out the whole building. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is this? What's happening? And I go see Bongo. Bongo's the guy who runs um the, the event center. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what's going on? He's like, oh, we have wrestling tonight. Wrestling? Yeah. I'm like, what, what? Wrestling? Like, what do you mean wrestling? He's like, no, like wrestling, wrestling. He's like, come in, like, let me show you. I go inside and they have a, a, a whole WWE, like, an actual, you know, setup, a platform. Like a wrestling. ring and everything? Like yeah, a, like a full ring. A insane. full ring, bro. And just. It was, it was so packed you wouldn't believe it.
0: That's crazy.
1: Out the building. In my head, I was just thinking to myself, like, I would have never thought there would be this much in, like this much interest in this. And, and neither did he. He's, he's like, bro, you wouldn't believe how packed up these events get. And like I wouldn't uh, have I guess thought the that. The either. Nostalgia? It's not that. There's people that are just genuinely interested in wrestling. As much as we get caught up in our own worlds and we wouldn't, you know, you think of certain um crowds and stuff, you think, okay, like that's probably. You know, people do that, but it's not that popular. Like, oh, wrestling. Yeah, that's Come something. on, you're trying to that's say for, you were interested in that's wrestling for Texas. when you were a kid. That's for Texas. I wasn't, bro. Really? I wasn't.
0: The Undertaker, Bret. I know. Hart, I know these, these legends.
1: legends. I know. I remember when The Rock was doing his thing, bro. Stuff, I remember but, we used to
0: beat each other up as kids all day, bro. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I didn't know much about wrestling. I just soft, cared about basketball. Vicious. Basketball is all I cared about. Bro. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. It just it gives you perspective. There's so many different walks of life and so many people that enjoy even voodoo bro like these voodoo people bro i remember
0: i knocked on this other i remember i knocked on this other door yeah and then an asian lady opened the door and i was trying to talk to the homeowner
1: yeah
0: anyway she didn't understand anything i was saying right this isn't Barhaven, huh this is years ago so anyways she got i don't know what happened she was saying yeah she was i was telling her i was trying to look at her furnace i don't (laughs) speak (laughs) english like (laughs) no i was telling her furnace (laughs) furnace i was trying to look at the furnace i wanted to see if it was old or whatever yeah Anyways, bro, there was like nine different locks on this basement door. Oh, no. And I guess she was a cleaner there. Okay, so she wasn't living there. So, anyways, I'm undoing the locks and I'm opening the door. Nine locks, bro. I'm, t- bro, no, you, I'm exaggerating. you need, you need no, no, to step no, I'm out. Exaggerating. I'm, yeah. these right okay. I'm exaggerating. I'm Lebanese right now. I'm exaggerating, bro. Okay, some Bollywood shit. Because if
1: I saw nine locks, I would leave. I would actually leave that.
0: Part. No, no, I don't care, bro. Man, I wanted the sale. So, anyways, there's like three, four. There's like three, four locks. Yeah. One all the way at the top. One like you know maybe like six inches below that. Two in the middle. So I'm like, okay, okay whatever. Maybe some little kids. I'm not thinking it's I don't a, know, bro. If there's not, little
1: kids, those locks mean they don't want those kids to get out. Lie.
0: Like I won't lie, I had a feeling. It was almost like curiosity killed the yeah, cat, bro. Yeah. So anyways, I opened the locks. I don't know. All he hears is this yelling. Guys run upstairs, gun drawn. What the hell are you doing here? Obviously the cussing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who are you? You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, <laughs> I showed them my badge. <laughs> yeah. You remember every door-to-door guy used to have the badge? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just out of here saying in the furnace, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Whatever. Get the f out of the house. Who do you think you are? Da da da. I'm like, grow up, that place stunk. Yeah. As soon as that door opened, wow. Just was it right tenants?
1: Was it like somebody else living in the basement? Or
0: that I couldn't tell you, man. Honestly, all I knew was some couple guys ran upstairs or whatever. I think they were the ones that are actually growing the weed. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Or something like that. I don't know, about it. I don't know much about that stuff. So you like didn't... how the logistics works. Yeah, well, like oh, growing? Yeah, like I don't oh, know yeah. how, if it was like their house, rented it out. Don't yeah, I mean, ask me. I don't man. know anything about that. You so. know what I mean? Don't ask me, call my lawyer. I'm just joking. Yeah. I actually don't know but uh well, that was um, one of the interesting stories about door to so door, did you get to see the furnace or not fuck the furnace <laughs> i left you see two glock nines no. in your face bro I'm like, Yo, it's done. not even worth this furnace bro oh, no. i tried to sell them the ac i'm like let me go to the back and try to get to the ac bro oh, that's man. what i was trying to do man that's crazy let yeah. me ask you this you know what bro since you have a since you actually have a lot of wealth of experience in terms of different i don't know nothing man i haven't left in terms of yeah. i've never left here i've always lived in Ottawa my whole life i'm trying to go to the states but i'm saying for a guy like you that has all the that's lived many different places you've experienced many different walks of life yep what would your advice be for someone that's would you say you were well grounded and that was like 100% where you you're gonna do or did you always think like i needed a plan b like what's your advice to people let people learn from your story right
1: i'll tell people to plan ahead um you know, life hits and you should take any opportunity that you get. So for me, I just had a lot of different opportunities in a lot of different locations and I decided to go for it. Even as a kid going to high school in Jersey, like I saw an opportunity and I said, no, it's, big too. it's time to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's opportunity here, so I'm going to take it. You only live, uh, like this life, what is it, like 80, 80 years? So you might as well, you know, gain your life experience and, and be willing to take risks. Obviously, you got to look at, you know your situation and what's best for you and it's good to have a plan like a two-year plan three-year plan five-year plan ten-year plan and sure you may steer away from it from time to time but at least gives you a general idea of what you're doing so that you can stay on that course
0: so what would you say to anybody that's in this in the sports world in the sports world because that's what you were doing you were in the man, sports world would, and then
1: yeah i would say you got to work hard man like it, it's just it's tough it's very political you got to be in the right place at the right time. Sometimes you could be, you could be a LeBron James, but if no one sees you,
0: like you're- That's crazy, actually. that's a good observation.
1: You're going to be stuck wherever you are, right? So it's, a, it's, it's pretty political, but you just got to work as hard as you can and take those risks. Go to where you will get exposure. Because if you don't, well, somebody else is, and you're going to lose that opportunity. It's no different than sales, right? I could be somebody's realtor, and if I'm not getting them what they want immediately, they'll go to someone else. 50% of clients go to the realtor that answers them uh, you know, quicker than the other one. There's no sense of loyalty. So if yeah. you're not if you're not out here working and like trying to provide a service or trying to provide as much as you can, you're gonna go with someone else. And it's no different in sports. You are your own you're your own business the same way I'm my own realtor. And you're selling yourself. So as an athlete, you gotta show that you're working hard. And that shows, you know, even just visually, you could see someone works hard physically or not. And then, in terms of skill and IQ, it shows in their in the way that they play and, and the experience that they show so
0: you know what, one thing I want to say since before because we're running out of time now mm. one thing I want to bring up is one of that point where you're like about the whole loyalty with the realtors and all the other stuff and who answers the fastest yeah I find in sales a lot of people what they try to do is they try to sell you the value
1: mm.
0: what in reality people only want you can you only should be selling them the result yeah it's not about oh you know what this brokerage, that brokerage. We're using this method and this system. It's listen, this is what I'm looking for. This is what you're looking for. You're looking to sell this house because you're looking to upgrade or buy this house. I'm gonna get you I'm this gonna, result and exactly, this is how I'm gonna get you this result. Exactly, sell the yeah, yeah. results, stop selling them. Yep. Everyone keeps talking about value like it means a lot. But it really doesn't mean anything to me. I've been doing sales my whole life. The value comes from that getting
1: that result. So it's, it's really just that, this is what you want. This is exactly how I'm, I'm gonna do it. And this is the time frame I'm going to do it in. Exactly. You know I mean, I'm going to work for you 24-7, 9-9, to 9, and I'm going to get it done. And that's why you're going to work with me because I'm going to be proactive for you and do this for you. I'm
0: literally thinking right. uh, what I wanted to do is one of my plans is I was going to open up like a another segment of the podcast. And I was going to try to do them like once a month or something like that. Not mm-hmm. too long or anything like that. But I was going to call it Kitchen Table Talks. Let's Kitchen, ta- yeah, hey, let's kitchen go, Table bro. Talks. Kitchen Table Talks.
1: I like but that. Are we going to eat? And we're gonna eat at the kitchen. One hundred
0: percent, bro. We're gonna oh, have right. couscous and whatever Moroccan dish, bro. You know what I mean? We're gonna stay. Yeah, the with itis, man. bro. We're gonna fall asleep so during. So we fall asleep, bro. bro. I'm gonna be happy, hungry, and sleepy, bro. That's it. But the whole point is, is I want to be able to teach, um, because I do mentor people in terms of sales. Yeah, and like I said, a lot of the fa- everyone keeps trying to throw facts at people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Like it's a fun fact or it's a, it's a questionnaire. We we'll sell the result. That's what you're trying to sell. Like even as an example, if I'm selling a roofing product. It's not just about the product itself. It's I'm yeah. selling the way the process is going to be, but I'm really selling the result. Man, people don't You don't want your that. leak to stop. And at the yeah. end of the day, this is how we're going to get it to stop. And this is the time and we're going to be focused on, X, Y, and the third, and here's your service. And this is what you're going to be dealing with.
1: I, I believe that, bro. I think sales is just very dynamic. Like you have to be able to adapt to, your, to like the client yeah. and you got to read the client, have that social intelligence and know how to talk and what they really want to hear and, and what you can actually provide. That's right. It, it's uh, it's difficult. You're you're a craftsman, though. You have that experience. You have that ability, ah, but not everybody has that uh, amount of experience or amount of intuition that you do. So. You
0: know, what? it's a blessing, man. It Honestly, is. it's a blessing. And Bless what I'm trying more. to do is, that, like I said, I'm trying to, I'm trying to mentor young men mm-hmm. to be better versions of themselves. Like, as an example, today I got into an argument with somebody, and I feel like you know everyone's just so used to everything's being soft on them. Yeah. And if you say anything that upsets them, automatically they're gonna respond to you in aggression or why are you talking to me like that? But at the end of the day, why are you upset with me that I'm calling out your mistakes?
1: Yeah.
0: When I want the best for you, when you should be upset with the reality that you're in. Yeah. Be upset in the situation that you're in. You wanna get out of that situation. I'm not telling, please, I'm not telling everybody go be an entrepreneur, a businessman, whatever. Listen, find something that you wanna do in life and be fucking amazing at it. Wow. Seven, yeah. out of, like nine times out of 10, if you're incredibly well at what you do, you will make it. I don't give a shit where you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone's so focused on the wrong things, but I'm just saying, stop getting Everyone's so soft. And my message to them, my message was, is why are you upset with me that I want you to perform at the peak capacity? Yeah. And you're with guys like us, bro. What do you think? You think they're babying us when we were young? We came from the wrong, we came from the worst of neighborhoods. Yeah. But that's what it was. At the end of the day, be mad at your situation and your circumstance, and try to make a change for that. Don't come be mad at me.
1: I think tough love is tough love, bro. Some people, you know, I mean, take it the right way, the wrong way. It's all about perspective. It's
0: I love, love you, love. diabetes. That's all I love. And that concludes this story, guys. To the next episode, we'll see you then. And that's it. That's fun. That was fun. Oh, that was
1: fun. Oh, that was fun.